If I were you, before you even put your feet on the floor in the morning, or certainly do it within a few minutes after you're up, open your mouth and say, something good is going to happen to me today. And don't stop there. Don't stop there and go on and make the enemy really mad and say, and something good is going to happen through me today. Something good is going to happen to me and something good is going to happen through me because we are blessed to be a blessing. Don't stop at just wanting to be blessed. We're blessed to be a blessing. God told Abraham, I will bless you and I will make you a blessing, causing you to dispense good to others. When you get up each morning, take time to thank God for the day. Don't just rush out of the house all stressed out. Start the day off with a grateful attitude. All through the day, meditate on His promises. Keep your mind filled with thoughts of hope, faith, thoughts of victory. Hope is very simply a positive attitude and mindset. The hopeful person absolutely refuses to be negative in any way. Although they recognize and deal with their problems, they remain hopeful in thought, attitude, and conversation all the way through to victory. You can decide today to be full of hope. Jeremiah said, For I know the plans I have for you, saith the Lord. They're plans for good and not for evil, to give you a future and a hope. So what is hope? Hope is based on the substance of what God has done in the past and can do for you today. We have a hope that is built on Jesus Christ, the King of kings and the Lord of lords. We have a hope that is anchored to the rock of ages. We have a hope that is based upon the word of the living God. Hope achieves the impossible. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Your life will be more rewarding, more fulfilling when you're in relationship with your Creator. God breathed His life into you. He knows what your purpose is. He knows what you can accomplish. When you make Him a part of your life, you will go further than you can in just your own ability, your own talent. The Scripture says, if you'll put God first, He will crown your efforts with success. His favor on your life will take you where your talent could not take you. I want you to make a decision today that it's time for you to learn how to live the life that Jesus died for you to have, to let go of the things that are behind, and to start fresh and to ask God to take everything that's ever been done to you that was unjust or immoral and somehow work it out for your good and turn it into something that can actually help other people. You could be at the lowest place in your life right now. You could be hurting so bad. Maybe your husband or your wife has walked out on you. Or you may just feel like that 
Your whole life is over and little do you know, it may just be beginning. And let me just say this to you, you have no idea the amazing things that God has planned for you. There's no devil in hell that is big enough to keep you from the best that God has for you if you're determined to have that best and if you will do your part. I want you to make a decision today that you are not going to live your life wounded and broken. No matter where your life takes you, your choices, your behavior, your actions, your decisions, no matter what happens in life, what role you find yourself for, God has the power to put that butt in place. He was broken. He used to be this. She used to be that. But something new is about to happen now. This is a new day. God is breathing new life back into your spirit. Dare to take hold of his strength. Get your passion back. When you feel weak, start declaring, I am strong. If you'll do this, I believe and declare you will run and not be weary. God is renewing your strength so you can soar like the eagles. Health is coming, courage is coming, freshness is coming. Everything else will disappoint you, but God will never disappoint you. He will never fail you. St. Paul writes in Romans 15, 13, May the God of hope fill you with joy and peace so that you may overflow with hope. God put you on this earth for a specific purpose. You have a divine destiny with unlimited potential. You have blessings that you cannot contain. The favor of God is in your future above anything that you can imagine. And that is according to the Word of God. You have to believe it's possible for you before that can become a reality. Nothing is impossible with God. Remembering yesterday's tragic mistakes cripples your ability to hope for tomorrow. Stop rehearsing your mistakes. When you read this book, it's not a book about perfect people. It's a book about human failure on a scale that makes the worst among you look like a badge-winning Boy Scout or Girl Scout. Moses was a murderer. He killed the Egyptian. God used Moses to lead the Jewish people out of Egyptian bondage. Stop swimming in the sludge of your past mistakes. You're a child of the living God. You are the royal blood of heaven is flowing in your veins. You need to square your shoulders, lift your head, smile again, act like it, think like it, talk like it. As long as you have the courage to try again, there is hope. As long as you're willing to love again, to believe again, to start achieving again, there is hope. To say there's no hope for you is to slam the door of faith in the face of God. Nothing is impossible with God, not even the worst failure of your life. The darkest page that you have amazes God. Your rap sheet in heaven is boring reading to God. Some of you are burdened with a crushing sense of guilt, of shame, a lack of self-confidence, a lack of beauty, a lack of brains, a lack of, of brawn. Stop it. 
If you had been the only one on earth, Jesus Christ would have died to save you. I want you to stop the brooding and the self-pity and the complaining and the misery rehearsing things that you've been going through that constitute all of your personality. Wake up a new person. The best is yet to be. Dreams still come true. Your dreams can come true. Nothing is impossible to those that believe. If I could get you to believe that, your life would flip-flop in one day. Nothing is impossible to those that believe. That means no matter what you face, no matter how big the difficulty, no matter how long it's taking, you know God is still on the throne. You know His plans for you are for good, that He's bigger than any challenge. You may not have any reason in the natural to be hopeful. Doesn't look like you'll get well, or meet the right person, start your business. Don't put your hope in your circumstances. They may not turn out the way you thought. Don't put your hope in people. They may let you down. Don't put your hope in your career. Things may change. Put your hope in the Lord, in the God who spoke worlds into existence, in the God who flung stars into space. When you have your hope in Him, the Scripture says you will never be disappointed. And sure, you may go through some temporary setbacks, life will happen, but when it's all said and done, you'll come out better than you were before. God did not breathe His life into you, crown you with favor, give you a royal robe, so you could go around anchored to bitterness, anchored to doubt, anchored to worry. He created you to be anchored to hope, to go out each day expecting His goodness, knowing that the days ahead are greater than the days we leave. Keep the right perspective. That sickness can't defeat you. That addiction is temporary. The right breaks are already in your future. You may have had some disappointments. Life threw you a curve. That cannot stop your destiny. The odds may be against you, but the Most High God is for you. When you stay anchored to hope, He'll show out in your life ways you've never imagined. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. It's often said that you can go weeks without food, days without water. You can go minutes without air, but you can't go five seconds without hope. You have to have hope. And the Bible says the anchor of your soul is not money, it's not fame, it's not all these other things. The anchor of your soul is hope. You see, the Bible says hope is the anchor for your soul. You know, if you don't have an anchor, a boat can drift into unsafe water. And what's interesting is, and if you've ever been on boats for an extended period of time, it's easy to drift. Have you noticed this in your life? It's easy to drift. It's easy to drift away from God. 
It's easy to drift away from your goals. It's easy to drift away from the person you love. It's easy to drift away from your dream. We are constantly drifting if we are not anchored. And he says hope is the anchor of your soul. And you can drift without even knowing it. You're going to need an anchor because you are going to have storms in your life. You are going to go through rogue winds and tidal waves in every area, financial, moral, ethical, every area. You're going to have these mental, physical tidal waves in your life. You better have an anchor. Now the question is, where do you get it? Well, the fact is, when people are in a storm, they typically look to everything else except God for their anchor. They don't look to hope. When people are in deep pain or in deep discouragement or deep despair, they often look at the bottom of a bottle for their hope or some medicines for their hope. And they're looking for somebody to anchor their lives. If I could just get a boyfriend, if I could just get a job, if I could just, you know, whatever. And they're looking outside of themselves for something to anchor them when God says, no, really what you need what you need is hope. But the Bible says, those who forget God have no hope. Those who forget God have no hope. Now friends, we see the proof of that statement in literally every single sector of our society. That the further away we get from God, the less hope we have. Now the converse is true. The closer you get to God, the more hope you're gonna have in your life. The most hopeful people on the planet Earth are those who live closest to God. And the most hopeless people on the Earth are the people who feel far away from God. Those who forget God have no hope. Hope is the anchor of the soul. Jesus Christ is presented in the Bible as our blessed hope. St. Paul presents Christ as the hope of glory. Hope generates enthusiasm and excitement. Hope gives you the power to try again, to love again, to live again, to laugh again. And some of you need to rediscover your joy. Hope produces a joy the world cannot give and the world cannot take away. Hope sees the invisible. Hope feels the intangible. Hope achieves the impossible. Hope thou in God. As long as there is life, there is hope. Take away hope and life with all of its fascinating opportunities is reduced to a mere existence. Take away hope and you become a bleak, drab, joyless person. Hope thou in God. Hope thou in God. People without hope sink into depression and despair and life becomes meaningless. In the life of every believer, there is hope for today. There is hope for tomorrow. There is hope for a supernatural breakthrough in your life. Now is the time for hope. There is hope for your shattered dreams to be restored. There is hope that your prodigal son or your prodigal daughter is going to come home. There is hope that God is going to send a special person into your life. All of you singles, listen to that. There is hope. Our hope is in the living God. 
There is none like him, not in the heavens above, not on this earth, and not in the worlds beneath. From everlasting to everlasting, he is God. He has all power in heaven and in earth. He has the answer. He is the liberator. He is the great way maker. He and he alone deserves our adoration and our servantship. The storm is coming, and with him, all things are possible. Because it's a matter of time before everybody goes through storms. Cheer up. Cheer up. When you're in a storm, it's no time to have a pity party. Cheer up. Cheer up. Hope must rule your heart. Control your attitude. Cheer up. The joy of the Lord is your strength. It could be so much worse. No matter how bad your storm is, it could be so much worse. So cheer up. Listen, the message of Christianity is victory. Not victim, not depression, not despair, not going through trials. The message of Christianity is victory. This is the faith that overcomes the world. This is the faith that hell can't stop, demons can't stop. You have an anchor that is stronger than lies and, and, and all the enemy brings against you. So, so cheer up. Cheer up and be of good cheer, Paul said, right in the middle of the storm. He's leading you, the scripture declares, from place to place in perpetual victory. Get that deep in your spirit this morning. God's not leading you to defeat. God's not leading you to devastation. He's leading you to perpetual victory. And don't you quit now. You undergird your life. You undergird your call. You undergird your marriage, your business with the word of God. When I go through storms, I don't know why, but the enemy attacks me with a spirit that says, you're insufficient. Insufficiency means not enough education, not enough talent, not enough money. No, but I got enough God. If I've got enough God, he'll take me places that I never dreamed. He'll send me where he wants me to go. He'll pay the bill. Insufficiency, get it off your boat. You're going to the other side. Insecurity, I can't do this. I hear a little voice in my head sometimes when I get in a storm. You, you, you're going to lose. Insecurity. Throw it off of your ship. The last one is insignificance. I always hear a little voice that says, no one really needs you. You're not important. You're not right for the part. You just put yourself there. Insignificance. But when you hear those voices in the middle of a storm, that's God saying, I'm letting you go through this. So you throw all that stuff off and be who I've called you to be confident and bold and courageous and stand there in your faith, not in you, but in your anchor. Your anchor is Jesus. The, the, listen, the responsibility is on the anchor, and Jesus is our anchor. He's the rock of ages. Don't lose sight of the shore in the storm. And I realized something. I realized for each and every one of us, if we're going to be people who literally meet the demands of reality, we got to have an anchor that can hold in any and every situation. And I truly believe that Christ, that Jesus is the best way for that to happen. You're never gonna know where you are anchored 
until that uninvited or unexpected trial comes and you're going to see your reaction. That reaction will reveal to you where you really are with Jesus. Storms do not, uh, storms just reveal what's already in us. When a trial comes, when a tribulation comes, all that is going to show you is what you really believe. So the point is you better stay anchored before it comes because the fact is it's not like that storm caused me to go off course. No, that storm revealed that you were never linked to the anchor, Jesus. Because if your link and your chain was strong, you would not have wavered. You might have moved a little bit, but the boat wouldn't be in the middle of the ocean. It would still be in the bay. And the anchor, it might have pulled the chain and you might have moved as far as that rope is, but you wouldn't have gone any further. My soul is anchored in Him. So no matter what storms come, bring it on devil because greater is He that is in me than he that is in the world. Well, what anchors you? When a storm hits you, what anchors you? Or do you just drift along with it? The Word of God is our anchor. Now think about this for a moment. Storms are inevitable. Our anchor is immovable. It doesn't move. It doesn't change. It anchors us solid to the rock of Christ. The Word of God anchors our storm. Now watch this. Because He is omniscient, all-knowing, He knows where I am in the storm. Because He's omnipresent, He's with me wherever I am in the storm. And because He's omnipotent, He has the power to bring me through the storm. That is the anchor. How do I know that's the anchor? Because that's who the Bible says He is. That He is all-knowing, that all presence is in His presence, and He's all-powerful. The Scripture tells us hope is the anchor of our soul. What's going to keep your soul in the right place? What's going to cause you to overcome obstacles, reach your dreams, is when you are anchored to hope. That means no matter what you face, no matter how big the difficulty, no matter how long it's taking, you know God is still on the throne. You know His plans for you are for good, that He's bigger than any challenge. When you're anchored to this hope, nothing moves you. The winds, the waves, the storms may come. You're not worried. You have your anchor down. In the tough times, when life doesn't seem fair, when your prayers weren't answered, when it's taken longer than you thought, you have to make sure to keep your anchor down. If you pull it up, you'll drift into bitterness, discouragement, self-pity. When you're anchored to hope, it's like you're tied to it. You can't go very far. You may have some negative thoughts, thoughts of doubt, saying, well, it's never going to work out, but your faith will kick in. No, I know the answer's on the way. My question today is, do you have your anchor down? Do you have this hope, this expectancy that you're going to accomplish your dreams, that you're going to break the addiction, that you're going to see your family restored? Or have you pulled up your anchor and drifted into doubt, mediocrity, not expecting anything good. I'm asking you to put your anchor back down. The scripture says faith is the substance of things hoped for. You can't have faith if you don't first have hope. Don't put your hope in your circumstances. They may not turn out the way you thought. Don't put your hope in people. They may let you down. 
Don't put your hope in your career. Things may change. Put your hope in the Lord, in the God who spoke worlds into existence, in the God who flung stars into space. When you have your hope in Him, the Scripture says you will never be disappointed. And sure, you may go through some temporary setbacks. Life will happen. But when it's all said and done, you'll come out better than you were before.